to Back to the Bay, the unofficial home and away podcast with your hosts Maria and Orla, where we discuss everybody's favourite Irish coastal town in Australia. Welcome again, Orla. Thanks, Maria. Just like Lyric, I'm back again. Yeah, but unlike Lyric, I hope you don't have a terrible... Um, what was it? I suppose it's stage fright. Let's call it what it was in the middle of the show and have to run off. Oh, my hand, my hand. Well, in fairness, it probably was his hand. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'd say it was more the sight of bringing that white dress. Anyway, nah. anyway. Um, Fonch is still on a maternity leave. Congrats again, Fonch and Dave. Congrats, Fonch and Dave. Peter was looking to um, co-host this week, but I said, no, Peter, no. Orla's just chomping at the bit. And also the ratings were probably superb for last week. Oh, they were through the roof, Orla. Um, But we will hear more from co-host Peter later on because this week is our Eurovision special. Didn't mention it last week because I was kind of thinking the Eurovision's on in two weeks and we'll do it then. But there's no point doing the Eurovision special the day after the Eurovision. We did mention Eurovision last week. We did, but in my own head I was like Eurovision special two weeks. But no, it's this week. Um, So we got, you know, to our 25% of British followers. Oh my god, it's twenty four percent last week. What's just twenty five? You'll be celebrating the carnation, but this is a big week in our household. It's your vision week, and we are giddy. Um, yes. more about that later. On this week's show, we're going to discuss. Orland, there's a quiz in here, by the way, no, for you. I... There's a quiz in here, Orla. You have to guess. The Eurovision titles you can hear in this week's show. We're going to discuss only teardrops for Tane, running scared to Gary's, fairy tale of new beginnings in Queensland. Ava, think about things. We hope that Brie will rise like a phoenix. <laughs> Ooh, ah, just a little bit of Eden, and Gabe, why me? Okay, I think I got about three of those. Oh, for God's sake. And I'm a ridiculously big Eurovision fan, but I hate being put on the spot and I just panic. You say you are, you say you are, but I don't know. You should see me in a table quiz. I'm great in a group, but put me (laughs) on my own and I just freeze up. Right, well, what did you hear then? Okay, well, Rise Like a Phoenix, obviously. Yeah, for God's sake. Why me? Yeah. Fairy teardrops. Only teardrops, yeah. Fairy tale. Good girl, yeah. Um, I can't remember the others. R- running scared to Gary's. Running scared. Yeah. Oh, I like these are really easy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally just the titles. What was the last one? Ooh, ah, just a little Ooh, bit. Ah, just a little bit. Holy God! Right, and think about Gina things. G. And the Icelandic think about things. Okay, right. So let's. Where did we start? We start with Sad Tani. Well, I just can I just start with one thing. Uh, the The first episode this week was called Remy pushes through the pain. And that's a little bit what I felt like. Was week. that an official RT title? RT title. Oh yeah, yeah they made yeah. that up. Yeah, push through the pain. I pushed through the pain of the lyric. Gig. But anyway, speaking of somebody in pain, let's actually start with with Tani. Well, to be honest with you, there were a lot of people in pain this week. There was a lot of makeups, breaks up, makeups and breakups. There was a physical pain. There was emotional pain. There was spiritual pain. Psychological pain. Yeah, trauma. Trauma. Um, but yeah Tan- let's talk about Tanny I felt really sorry for him he went back to the house and there was nobody there oh my god did you see he picked up Nick's t-shirt and it looked like he was going to sniff it <laughs> yeah or cry into Thank it god Cash walked in when he did <laughs> yeah. like at one stage in that house there was Tanny Nick 
um, Ari, Mia, and the little one whose name I can never Chloe. Thank you, and Chloe. They were and, all and Bella pretty much lived and there Bella as well pretty at the much time. did. Like it was a house, and at that stage we only thought it was a two bed. I know, but no, no, it's the Tardis of houses, and it's three to four bed. Anyway, we talked about that before. We have actually one thing I'm very confused about where Nick's bedroom was. I thought it was just inside the door, to the left, to the right. It is just inside the door but to the right. That's not where he went the last day when he went to sniff the clothes. Oh, you're right, Jed. He swapped room. The kitchen. He went like off to the kitchen. Bo- I thought Jack that was his Jill. room. No. Why would he be sniffing his own clothes? No. no. <laughs> I thought that was his bedroom. Why would Nick have left his... Anyway, whatever. Yeah. He's sad. He's sad. He's and, very sad. And to compound it all, Flick, <coughs> who they were getting on a bomb with. Like at that lyric oh, gig, they were nearly... And he was having to clear the tables. Yeah. And... and he was kind of hanging around. It was a bit tragic. And then you, it was like... He was trying to just patch it up and then she's like, no, I'm out of here. Oh my God, be still my beating heart, that kiss. When she was like, I'm leaving. And then he was like, no, no, wait a minute. And he grabbed her and kissed her and then she just ran out the door anyway. Oh God, I must have been, I took my eyes off the screen for that. Did they kiss? Yeah, they had a big snog. Oh, oh dear. And like, she seems to be getting back on track. She's off the booze. She's back into the yellow sequence numbers. She you know, is. she's yeah. managing salt. Hair um, looks good. Hair looks good. Yeah, short dresses. You know, she's she's back to old. She was even having new a old flick. Sparkly makeup on the last day. She like a lovely makeup. eyeshadow. For the gig? No, no, no. Just like in Gary's house. Oh, oh. She didn't have sparkly makeup she in Gary's. She sparkly makeup. When she's laying the flowers at the grave, she had the sparkly makeup no, on. after that, when she was sitting around, just before Tony arrived, I was admiring her eye makeup. Oh, right, okay. Um, well, thank mm. God, because she was hitching a ride and I was like, who knows where she's going to end up? Well, they did that weird shot as well where they didn't show the face of the man who pulled in and oh, I no. was like, oh, she's another bloody kidnapping. Here we go Yeah, again. he said, uh, we're here now. Where you go, love? No. <laughs> Sorry, no. he didn't say that. No, after he end, dropped her, he said, "We're here now." Yeah, but when he was picking her up, he was like, "Where to?" He didn't say, "Where are you going, love?" No, didn't. <laughs> Just drop me outside the M50. That's like. what I heard in my head. So, um, there you go. but thank you, Gary, to the rescue once again. Gary. I have to say, love I Gary, it. love Gary. Um, He's not a paedophile. N- no, we're all past that. We don't mention that anymore. Oh, sorry. Okay. I did find those scenes quite tender with the the, the, oh, the parents' grave. So, oh and he's gosh. like, oh, she said to the dad, "Dad's grave." I'm gonna try to really hard to be happy. Like Jesus. And like, she was like, "I understand why you did it. Life just got too hard. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna let the same one go now. Like." I know. I, I this has been holding me back and stopping me from being happy, but yeah. now I'm gonna like try my hardest. And she said, like she said to Gary, I had to come back here because this is where it all started going wrong for me. And where were those graves? Were they just in the field? Down the, the back of the garden, yeah. Can you bury a body in a field? Oh, you can do whatever you want in the outback, pretty much in Australia, yeah. Bury, bury body, bury dog. Maybe bury, they bury it was a stone. Oh, who knows? But like, it's wild west out there. For God's sake, yeah. Sure, I mean, they wind chimes and cows and everything. Oh, the works, yeah. But even like she was saying, I just find it so hard. If like I'm not a good person, she said to Gary. It was who was it to? Eden. Eden. She said it to Eden. Eden. I'm not a good person, and Eden's like, I don't care, love. I've just been shagging your brother. I don't have time for this. Now, to be fair, I think probably the most traumatising thing that ever happened to her is walking in and her brother shagging somebody else. No, that's happened. That You see, you took your eyes off home and away for six to nine months and that has happened before. 
several times. No need for it. No oh, need for geez. it at all. Yeah, there's no I mean, need that's, for I, that would traumatise me more than a car crash. Uh, and, and the car going up in flames and you and your mate being trapped in it. Way worse. Yeah, no, it's still worse. Yeah, it would be. I yeah. mean, even that sitting, watching the petrol dripping down and, and knowing that the place is going to catch fire and my yeah. friend beside me, unconscious, yeah. and not sure if she's dead or alive, I still think I might rather that. Yeah, and I think she had the manky old sheets on again. Anyway, um, so that's running... Purple sk- sheets. The purple sheets, mm. just look. Um, yeah, so Eden and Cash. Do you know what? I actually don't know. Like, th- there was a shower scene oh, sorry, this week. Just one last question for you before we get on to that. Just, I have to say, what a flick got in her in her bag. How long she planned to be gone for? Because if she was getting Ryanair flight tomorrow, she would have no problem with carry on luggage whatsoever. No, it was a half a bag. To be honest with you, she could put she could have put it in the little luggage area in the city link above your head like it'd, it'd go down under a feet of that in a plane anyway 100% yeah I don't know where she did, but she always travels light but sure when you're going around wearing your short shorts all day they don't take up some but then she was wearing those red cowboy boots and a jacket and a red jacket actually that outfit was totally tragic yeah but it was tragic in a very countryside Flick kind of way, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my interpretation of the countryside. I know, yeah. Oh God. Well, uh, look. Hopefully, it's the start of them patching it up because oh, I really Tani hope so. needs something in his life. Well, the fact that like she he saw her miss call and then just like drove there, I think is a really oh no good no sign. no he oh sorry there was a text message he, I couldn't read no it. no he had time to go print and laminate a sign for the gym that said it's closed due to family reasons. I might have had that from Ari times oh yeah yeah i've never seen it before though anyway yeah uh, okay we, we well whatever we're, we're really getting <laughs> off the point here let's <laughs> 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 spend more time talking about a laminated sign than let's get to the shower okay, sorry go on let's get to the shower i scene. really don't want to because it was actually repulsive and i don't think they wiped down a single surface after they were done <laughs> the shower what that shower shower curtains wipeable orla that was like i know but geez. the sink and the mirror <laughs> Everything and else. the the shower curtain was repulsive. It was repulsive. And then, uh, okay, no, I'm not going to go where I was going to go. No, it's just too dirty. But <laughs> yeah, he had it wrapped around him. And, mm. But yeah, I know. And then like poor old Kirby, she's like, I have, to, I'm going to work here. I have to get in there. And then out the two of them come slinking and I just. Oh, just, home and away has never heard of an ensuite, have they? No, oh, en suite would you go away in en suite they're pretty much modular houses for god's sake they're well yeah well they're not though because they they're like the never ending house that yeah back actually and so the two of them are back together and even members and there was a lovely solo during the you know the infamous um lyric gig i love all of you i love all of you it was very john legend wasn't it it was very very emotional i love all of you Say that you love me too. Oh Jesus! You wrote it down. I did, yeah. And there was a lot of mood lighting. There's a lot of mood lighting. A lot, a lot of, of blue focus. Thank God she saved the day because her Remy just went off in a big oh. Huff, so well, we'll get to Remy in a second done. because I have a lot to say about him. Um, and but previous to that, when they were singing their one big hit, Cash was mouthing along to the lyrics. Oh, He's such a sap. So sad. And I think he did. Yeah, Funch texted me during that, and she was like, "Did he just air punch?" And I think he did. Oh no, no! Like, like uh, he's just Cash a, is the most hopeless person in the world. Air punching just tips him over the edge. Like, there's something. He's like a puppy. He's like he's a big 
handsome, unattractive, puppy. unattractive. Like he is so so incredibly handsome, but so. And then uh, he'd be he'd make oh, a great waxworks. Yeah, but as soon as he moves or breathes or speaks, no, it's just I know oh, the magic just disappears. Yeah, I don't know. Right, um, let's discuss Remy Orla because oh yeah, well I don't want to talk about Eden and, and Cash. No, no, we're done with them. Yeah. Um, Remy made the whole week about himself. Well, Remy. His, yeah. fa- his favorite thing to talk about himself. Oh my god! He ruined that first gig, my poor hand. And then he, oh god! And it was, everybody uh, had to listen to. He he whined to Xander. He whined to Kirby. He blew up because everybody wasn't, you know, patting him on the head. He's such low emotional intelligence that when Bree was having a complete meltdown, he was like, "What have I done? How can I help you? Let me know how I, me, 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 I, she I, was like, I." No means no. Get the hell away from me. Yeah, and then she had to tell him several times, "Get out." And then he came back to apologize, and it's like, "No, he didn't apologize." And he came back. He, he did. came back to talk about himself, Orla. Well, he said he came back to apologize, but it's just because he was feeling bad about the whole situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he never like if she told him to get away, then that actually means go away and don't come back to me. Like, like the big distressed head in her. Her hair was looking great. Oh, but she, the rest of her was not. Like she was upset. And he just couldn't get it. Like. No. I, sorry. Do you know who she reminds me? Oh sorry. That is my actual quote of the week as well. Before I get to that though. Do you remember the babysitter's club? And Stacy was like the cool one with the blonde curly hair from New York. Was Stacy not the one with the with the closeted diabetes and she was Asian? Yeah, but no, Claudia was Asian. Claudia was. But Asian. she had the diabetes. And she was really cool. That super reminds me of like a grown up version of her. But anyway, my quote of the week, which I haven't shared with Maria. Um, oh, sure, I should find it now. All your teeny tiny notes. I know loads of teeny tiny notes. Uh, oh, very <laughs> sad. You know when. Uh, when Remy basically followed her up to the house he's like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong and she was like go away and she said you think you can fix everything by playing your guitar <laughs> god oh my god that would just be it like game over like game over or he's such a man child but even at the gig like he had to run out run downstairs she running after him let me get ice for you like he ruined their gig apologised to who exactly and he Literally told him right before the gig that he hadn't been exactly. signed off by his video. Exactly. So lying to them. Exactly. Oh, well, they're, they're, they were drinking their pre-gig coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Got a caffeinate up, guys. Oh, my God. Well, God knows Kirby doesn't need any more coffee. She's fizzing in the whole gig. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, no, I couldn't stand him. Like, and I'm only delighted. That Brie broke up with him. Now, Orla, I'm just going to say it. Myself and Fauncia called it. You did. You I think she said, it. I think if I remember correctly, Fauncia called the pregnancy and I called the fact that it would be. Who's the baby daddy? It would be a twofer. <laughs> a twofer. <laughs> and, and then we were talking about it this evening and well, over a voicemail because that's the way we communicate when somebody's just had a baby. And she was like, but I don't understand, um, you know, how there could be confusion. But I remember 
it was a very Craig David moment. Oh. Like took her for a drink on Monday, in the bed Tuesday. Um, your man shows up on Wednesday, kidnapped Thursday, shagging him in the bush on Friday. But Brie did say to Rose, myself and Remy were very careful and we always yeah, use protection. I was like, oh. <laughs> Rose just looked awkward as hell. Because, I don't think she actually said we always use protection. I think she just think she said, said we we've were, always been careful. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> added in the next bit to church well, It's the same thing. <laughs> it's not really though, because it's still on then. Well, it's, that's, it's, not, you it's, didn't, it's home and away, not EastEnders. Like. Ouch! Arla. It's not that kind of podcast. I'm joking. It's not okay. that. <coughs> you, that Peter next week. Oh, it's forgiven. Okay, Come back. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Let's move on. We better. <laughs> Was said, um, Brie to um, Remy. Right, let's get to something <laughs> juicy now. Actually, juicy, Ava. Ava. Well, let Rue tutor you. Finally, Rue's got some tasks to do. Something to do, and, and all day to do it. By the looks of it, and Rue sees right through that little madam. She did. Why are you here? Yeah. What is it about studying? There's something about studying war, and oh, she was like, No, no, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> she said, um. I'm not into the glorification of war, Rue. So, in other words, shove that essay where the sun don't shine. Oh, and Rue said something about, well, maybe there's lessons to be learned. And Ava said, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. But, like, I love that Rue just was, just peak Rue. She phoned the school. She spoke to the tutor. She got a list of the assignments missed. And she's like, right, here we go, madam. Sit down. And then when Ava's like, I'm not doing it. She pretty much said, I'm going to tell your daddy. She did. <laughs> she didn't pretty much. She, she she actually did say, Justin's not going to be too happy if you're doing your assignments. And then she went into the diner and said to Justin, "Well, you know, she's not doing those assignments, Justin." And Justin, in fairness, went, "Are you spying on her? Or are you helping her?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not paying you. I spy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I didn't know you're getting paid at all." But fair play to you. Well, I don't remember them discussing that. I thought it was a favour. I thought it was a favour as well. I was like, I thought it was, you choose my child, I'll give you a portion of moussaka. Yeah, or I'll just let you sit here and talk to me aimlessly while I attempt to work in the diner <laughs> in my own personal business. Get off the seat, like. <laughs> oh, stop, it's gas. But like, uh, Rue's taken none of it. And then when Theo was like, I'm moving out, and even flipped out, Rue's like, why are you so upset? Because, Orla, let's not forget... She used to be a counsellor. And a principal. And a career guidance. And a teacher. She knows it all. And a tutor. And a party planner. But that's nothing to do with this <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> and the party owner of a bait shop. Yes. So she's used to dealing with worms. <laughs> <laughs> Drop my... She'll catch them in her net. I have no more reference <laughs> to anything. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you were doing I didn't know so anything well. else about fishing. So Hook, well. line, and sinker. Is that one? <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's been a long oh week, okay? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, holy God. Um, yeah, no, this is good. And poor old Theo has to move out. I know. No. He, did you see that bit where he confronted Ava and was like, oh, yeah. you're just a total nutter? And yeah. she was like, 
you were texting me and I thought you were my friend and you said you liked yellow and you said you liked donuts <laughs> so I sent you yellow donuts <laughs> I mean it's a 16 year old gaslighting a 20 <laughs> what, what age I, I, I'm no not- what age is Theo? Because see, I this is this but, right, literally down to ask. But me this Orla, question. this is the problem. When you get rid of all the teenagers in the bay, your adults have to start acting like teenagers. When there is no school, and you bring in a sixteen-year-old, she has to be homeschooled by Rue. She does have to be homeschooled. And and, and sorry, when I'm just on this little okay. rant now, like Theo said, I'm sick of this BS in my own home. I'm not putting up with some sixteen-year-old. I'm going to move in with my girlfriend for a while, loving the excuse. And his mammy Leah says, well, you're not moving in. I'm not. I'm not supporting that at all. No, you're not. And she like, literally did say, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to. And then he goes to his girlfriend and said, oh, my mammy Leah won't let me move in with you. Like, she, this is tragic. She's not supporting me. She's not supporting me, so I won't do it. See, this is what happens, writers of Home and Away. I know you're listening. We need some teenagers to act like teenagers. I was more confused than ever. And I actually wrote this down for you because, okay, I'm assuming, right, the Kirby and Theo, I know we've had, you've had these discussions, but roughly like to the nearest kind of three to four years. Yeah, so they're yeah, similar yeah. age. But then like, is Eden, I assume is kind of the same age. And then Remy is like a man in his forties, but is he? And then Eden's going out with Cash, who is an actual grown up and like, Oh, I'm just I'm, very, I'm confusing. very confusing. You see, the problem is as well is that the members of the lyric act like they're in their early twenties. They go day drinking and that kind of thing. Maybe it's supposed to be like it's a whole like a Grease Two scenario where they're like forty year olds pretending to be, but seventeen. But like when you get scenes like at the uh, when was the last one where you have like everybody's bring their significant other, so you have Kirby and Theo. And then Remy and Bree and Theo's hanging out with the local doctor and the local copper. But he looks like the one committing the crimes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just all a big bag of wrong. Oh, it's just, it's so confusing. I don't know, like maybe it, it like Theo was like the older male version of Izzy and just like age, Benjamin Button just ages and faster ages. Well, you know, Izzy's a prime example of... It, the time has no but he was in college like last year doing his apprenticeship yeah well he is still doing his apprenticeship we yeah. just don't hear of it anymore maybe he took a few gap years I don't know but then like they were all doing their apprenticeships like last year in terms of like Bella was still in college and yeah Ryder was in cocktail college cocktail <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Nick, I was just. He was in model college. He was a model, stupid. Yeah. He was model college, but now all of a sudden they're. They're all gone, you see. Yeah, but it's. Chop, chop, chop. Like what age? I, he said, I don't want to be associated with a 16 year old, and I wish he would say, I'm a 25 year old man who doesn't. Like, well, a couple of years ago, he kidnapped Ryder to bring Ryder to his 21st. That's got to be, was that last year or the year before? That was like maybe between 12 and 18 months ago. But the problem is we don't, we, we just don't have a clue anymore because that newborn Izzy is, is, is bouncing like. Yeah. And listen, we won't cover it again, but I would love to know how Lyric make all their money. Oh, look, sure look. Anyway, sure look. Sure look. It's an age old question. Sure it's like look. one of the, the secrets of Fatima. I know. Now, I suppose, Orla, the big, big story this week, though, is Diggy leaving. Diggy leaving like it wasn't it wasn't yeah I once again once again they're being done dirty 
they literally decided to leave tomorrow. Now, this is exactly like they oh, sloppy writing. Oh, what's your man Max boyfriend's name? Gabe. Gabe. The most boring man in the world. I I have like I'm getting tests. I'm not. And Dean is exactly the same. Like I I'm leaving. I'm gifting you my bean shop or board shop. It was that I'm not leaving. Then I'm leaving tomorrow. And then, but like, you know, as you were saying earlier, like so he gets the call again. A bit of a Craig David got a call from Amber Monday. Decided to leave Tuesday. Visit went up and visit Jai Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, they're poof, they're gone. But as you were saying earlier, since it's all about J- oh, my nemesis, Jai. Jai. Jai, Oh, and I'm delighted we're not going to get to see him. Did you see the picture that Dean got? The yep. countdown to when I won't see daddy again. Pure rubbish, by the way. I, I'd want to get those uh, hand eye coordination skills tested because he's a rub. <laughs> anyway, look, the point is. Dean never didn't really mention Jai. All of a sudden, they're going up and to Queensland. Every now and then, though, he goes. Every, for, no, every now and then he the goes bus. to a place to footy the footy tournaments, yeah. etc. And now they have to leave him with a babysitter hour. while Amba goes on her training, and Ziggy is up in arms. Can't leave him with a babysitter, so we have to go now. She's Earth Mother of the Year now. She's really Earth Mother. And then it's all this like, like he was like. Well, I can't leave Mac bawling, crying over her cancer boyfriend. And Ziggy's like, well, you're going to have to figure it out. Meanwhile, she's there packing up the house in order. There aren't enough hours in the day. I swear it was late afternoon when Dean said to her, we're leaving tomorrow. And she was like, better get packing. How on earth can you pack up a house? An entire house. Like, what do they do? Do they put it on the market? Do they leave it empty? No, they're leaving. Mac is going to look after the house. I know, but like you need to contact the insurance company. Like, but. But not even that I was thinking okay you don't have to pack all the kitchenware you don't have to you know put the furniture on done deal but you have to pack literally all of your clothes all of your toiletries all your personal possessions As and the baby someone who spent several years moving house on a very regular basis because you know you're a bad tenant I'm a fabulous <laughs> tenant bad luck I won't say anything about my flatmates at the time whoa <laughs> but uh, she knows who she is uh, but like it takes like three days to pack up min and that's like a small two bed yeah they all just it just really annoyed me it's just it's all of a sudden like oh we have to get up there what did you say 21 hour drive that's what she that's what ziggy said or dean or somebody it's gonna take day like they have to get up there tomorrow because the babysitter but how long is it going to take them to drive there about two days ago Before they even decided to go around. And like with with a newborn Orla As Izzy clearly is Yeah you can only drive a couple hours up the road Before you can How stop. big is the car? Oh they've they've a big station wagon With flames up the side or something ridiculous like that But do they like A rent a van or uh, look, But listen hang on We have to get back on track Right. He told Mally He gave the bait shop to Ma- The bait shop Mally I said the, again the Told board the board shop Who told Rose Who told Irene but, and everybody else But in, they haven't told the diner. Mac And they haven't told Justin And they haven't told Told poor Theo Who's lo- losing his uh, Apprenticeship instructor Now I know she was on her mat leave anyway But There's a whole load of people That she hasn't Like there's a load of people Like Who else is there actually spe- Specifically um, Justin Well yeah I mean Imagine if I went No notice You're le- losing your uh, Sorry your lads no, no. at work I'm, I'm heading off to 
I don't know where is our equivalent Donegal <laughs> I don't know the Fana Peninsula I got up to the Fana and uh, I'm I'm it's half eight at night and I'm just letting you know they're yeah. going to be gone officially T- tomorrow yeah see ya I just oh, think it's outrageous and I think they're being really selfish and I just think it's so lousy and that the writers are doing this to them so unnecessary so unnecessary because who really cares about Jai Nobody. Nobody, Orla. Nobody cares about Jai. Him in a squeaky voice would be grand. <laughs> like, I just hate, I think just think it's such a cheap trick. Like, oh, Jai needs us. Let's drop everything and go. And like, everybody's, Bella's literally just gone. Like, it just, and Nick is gone. Like, there'd be nobody left to know away. I was thinking now who's going to start, who's going to move into that who's gonna move into farmhouse? Well, it'll be Gabe <sighs> and Mac. I know. Go on. Well, Molly's entire family are obviously on their way. Oh, sure. Alandra and Co. will need somewhere to Alandra and Co. Yeah, yeah, actually, but but it is still Mac's house. But you you could be right there, a whole new family. Sorry, where where does Mac live now? Mac lives technically in the farmhouse, but she's been spending all her time in Gabe's. Oh well, she's probably going to spend a lot more time with Gabe now that he's been approved but, for the chemo. Yeah, but we have to have some scenes with them not in salt. Like he can't go through chemo and come back to salt. He can. They can set up a little bed for him in the corner. Yeah, well, uh, in, or in the back pantry where Flick does all her oh, drinking. There's barely room for two people in there. Well, I don't know. They're going look anyway. We're getting off track again. Like, but the point is, Sorry. I'm such bad influence. The point is also who's managing salt. Flick is once again, once again, gone without giving any notice. <sighs> Poor old Max up to her eyes. Times, like, yeah. she's going through tough times, and I don't like it. I don't like the fact that they brought in Mac just to put or brought Gabe in just to put Mac through this it's I just don't lousy like Mac crying I don't I don't like it I mean she's about the only one who can actually like shed a tear the rest of them there's an awful lot of crying this week and there was no crying a thing like Brie what's the opposite of a, not a single dry eye not a single wet eye in the house or that Brie was bad Brie Brie was bad Tani poor Tani but was, Tani's too manly to cry oh, he was crying though when he came home and he sat oh no before he sat on the couch with his big manly legs oh sure <laughs> Flick was doing enough crime with it for a lot of no, those so she's sorry, such a good crier Flick yeah. is a great crier yeah 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 um right let's see anything else to discuss um I think we've covered kind of most of the stuff yeah uh, another pet peeve still can you not just put a bit of water in the coffee like cups I'm so so sick of people carrying around cups that have nothing in them. Empty, I know. Always, it's... always empty. Just get some little runner to do it, like Ava when she's between scenes or something. Exactly. Just put a bit of weight in those cups. Yeah, I really don't like that either. Um, I think that was. I'm just. I'm having a quick look through my notes here. Monday, I love all of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pure, pure John Legend lyrics. Like. Sorry, actually, there was one thing I actually really enjoyed the uh, the little chat between Ziggy and Tana. It just shows how far both of them. Yes. Come. Oh, I meant to say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they are. They did seem like genuinely friendly. Like, yeah. and, and I had forgotten that Tana had also been with Amber. Tana been with everybody he had like but himself and Ziggy were pure serious though at one stage I know sure he was mad about her and then do you remember he caught her snogging Dean at the gallery wasn't that it yeah or somebody caught them Nick snogging. caught them but Nick was drunk or something like that um 
Yeah, because and they started entering those surf competitions before. Ah, look, they're going. They're we presume they're going next week, and they're going to be missed. I know. I wrote on Monday. This is the start of the long goodbye with, with Ziggy and Dean, and then like by Wednesday <sighs> they were pretty much packed. But they better get something in the surf club or. Like, I don't... Will Alf come back to say goodbye from Marimbula? Like, I really hope there's something. I don't think so. I mean, there has to be. Marilyn would throw something. Dean the girls and Tony were the diner really girls. close. Yeah, like... They were good mates. They're besties. No, I'd be upset now if there was nothing. But there will be. There'll be some little bun fight in, in the diner's vault or something. Mac will throw them something, sure, amid her tears. Well, yeah, maybe she'll... I was going to say maybe she'd be glad for a happy occasion but it won't really be with it. Like no, it'd be two, awful. Her best friend and her brother are leaving. And she loves that baby. And the whole thing about like, you know, Dean was like, or not Dean, Ziggy was like, because Dean was like, I'm her only family. And Ziggy was like, well, she's got her friends. Yeah. Hmm. Who? Who? Bit of a lousy thing to say. Yeah, it's really lousy. Yeah. Anyway, um, look, we'll leave it there for Home and Away this week. A lot of kind of balls in the air, a lot of moving parts, etc., etc. It was, it was, it the whole week felt like a a feed to something else. Yeah, them leaving. Oh yeah. Well, actually, apart from Bree's pregnancy, that was a good. Show. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, Orla, let's go away for the bay. Um, you know, coronation. Yeah, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, a lovely time is had by all. Um, would you go if you were invited into Westminster Abbey? Like to the coronation. 100%. Would you go... Now, if I was invited, like, I'd have to get, like, free flights, free accommodation. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's, like... I'm not spending money in London. I'd say it'd be, like, a, a fortune over there. Throw, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Of course I would. I want, like... Like... Okay, don't get me wrong, right? <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> we're all Republicans now. With that, I'm only loving it because it's not us. Do you know what I mean? It's the drama of it all. It's a bit of a skit, isn't it? It's a total skit. It's like, you know, what will they wear? Who will be sitting next to Harry? Or who won't be sitting next to Harry? Who will be giving him side eye? Are they allowed to wear hats? Or will they be in like the whole regalia like um, Fergie's not invited? Where will Andrew sit? Andrew Andrew and Harry have to be pure EastEnders. It is pure East Enders, isn't it? It's it's They'll just dirty filth, like and stuff. It's just it's just gas. I know, but they're they've been lying in the streets since last weekend. We can't afford our heating bill, so we just go stand in nice. Oh, well, the weather's been quite nice. I suppose that's the only good I thing. I don't think it is nice over there, though. Oh, is it not? No. Oh, anyway, this is Sunday, so it's all happened. Now the big question: What is the equivalent of the coronation chicken? Uh, quiche. He, um, Charles has demanded quiche. Quiche. He said, yeah, eat it hot and cold, easier to carry, you know. He's a very practical man. <laughs> quiche. <laughs> he said, Ki- I don't know. Okay, look, um, full disclosure, it's Friday in real time here. Sorry. so Oh, yeah, it's, it was wonderful. We watched it yesterday. <laughs> okay, we're not on Graham Norton now. We don't need to pretend this is a, a, not anything but a pre-record. A um, but look, I'm sure, you know, wonderful time is had by all. But let's get to the serious stuff, Orla, because... The coronation is a skit to us, but that's only because it's it's not the our serious, it's not our thing. serious stuff. What's not a skit? The highlight of the year is yeah. This is a, our coronation. The coronation of Eurovision <laughs> winner, like um, so semi final one, 
Tuesday seven final two Thursday. Thursday big finale Friday Ireland are going in I think it's seventh sixth seventh place on Tuesday, on Tuesday. I'm gonna miss it oh you dope I prefer. I just realised that oh no look you have access to the internet you're not going to you know I'll be on a plane yep well I have to change my flights that's grand I'll do okay. that <laughs> right so um a lot of good good songs already I mean they're the odds are in favour of Sweden now total disclosure yeah we have a massive Eurovision WhatsApp and it is constant ping 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 Mm. I don't listen to any of the songs in advance I like to hear them on the night well I don't know how with everybody talking over everything on the night sorry I like to hear them well you hear all except the big five at the semi-finals you do yeah so I like to wait for the show okay okay so I don't listen to any of them and I know everybody's been discussing them and who likes what and who sounds like who yeah I've been just kind of skipping over it well Orly you may block your ears now because friend ruin it for me friend of the show and co-host to this Eurovision segment Peter um sent us a little kind of predictors or no it's like a who to watch list okay I know that's fine that's fine I mean it's you'd know anyway it's like well anyway maybe you don't maybe you don't know but I like yeah but it's not like we're going to play all of the songs we're just going to play a couple of snippets of some of the big hitters um blockers if like or you don't want to listen I don't know why no it's not that I don't want to listen I just prefer to like just make it like a big show and 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 just it's the whole thing it's it's the song with the staging and all the different I know know sometimes I know what you mean the song sounds crap and then when you see it like live on the night I'm like oh I kind of get it like it all comes together like the Irish entry well hopefully (laughs) well the 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 video is your man just wearing bubble wrap over his face yeah the video is appalling but I've seen some of the um, live the dress rehearsals and they look good fireworks I've heard this fireworks fireworks so anyway take it away Peter and thank you very much thanks ladies and hello listeners this is my who to watch for in this year's upcoming Eurovision Song Contest. So, it's on this coming week. We're really very much looking forward to it. And here's a list of a couple of songs that you should really keep an eye out for. Starting with one of the favourites this year comes from Finland. A guy called Karia and a really catchy song called Cha Cha Cha. <laughs> What makes this song quite unusual is its pure aggression and almost overtly macho-ness at the beginning. Quite unusual for a Eurovision setting. It's all in Finnish. Halfway through it kind of turns into a Europop track. Uh, Very unusual staging. It looks great. And I just think that uh, the audience across Europe will really enjoy this. It's so different. Keep an eye out also for the song from Spain this year. Spain automatically qualify for the final so they don't have to get through the semis. And the song is called Ea Ea. And the singer is called Blanca Palermo. This song is very unusual because it's a flamenco style of song. Now they've joined it with a very minimalist EDM track. Very, very unusual. People will either really hate the style of singing or really enjoy it. But I think people will, across the board, appreciate the sheer strength and agility of her voice. So back to back with the other singers, when you hear what she sounds like, I think if people sit down and vote for the best singer in the contest, this is her. She is fantastic. 
So keep an eye out for her. Also, another one of the big five this year who have done exceptionally well with a great song is La France. And the singer they've chosen this year is called Lazara. And the song is called Evidemment. Now what makes this a great track is it starts off in an Edith Piaf style but then turns into a bit of disco and it's quite unusual. She is uber glamorous. It just reeks of Frenchness, whatever that can be. And the staging that we've seen, the early bits of staging, really has us very excited about where this could actually finish up. So keep an eye out for France. They're doing very well at the moment in the Eurovision. Now, another unusual song to keep an eye out for is from Serbia this year. The song is called Spava Mi Spava, and the singer is called Luke Black. Now, this song is computer music, or music that you might hear in um, and inspired by computer games, so your console music. And it's the first time that we've had something quite like this in the Eurovision, so very synth a heavy a really brilliant beat through it and um, some good lyrical content as well so quite quite an unusual um uh song and again following up serbia's performance last year um it's quite quite unique almost like a piece of artwork in itself and another track to watch out for is the track from austria this year and the song is called who the hell is edgar <laughs> This is quite an unusual song by any settings. This is about the poet, Edgar Allan Poe, the famous American poet. And uh, this is a really wonderful song that has, I suppose, a couple of meanings. The singers have, have, have uh, the singer-songwriters have done it in such a way that this is a critique about, I suppose, money and how much you will earn by being a good writer and even being a good writer in the music industry, how little you get from uh, certain platforms like Spotify. I've heard them live and they sound great, so that's absolutely wonderful. So hopefully this tune will catch on and people will really enjoy it and we'll see it prominently on the scoreboard on the night of the Eurovision final. And of course, keep an eye out for the Australian entry. The band are called Voyager. They're from Perth in Western Australia, set up in the late 90s. And the song they're singing is called Promise. This is an unusual song. This is a progressive rock band. So we get lots of little mini genres within the song. So there's a little bit there for everybody. But I think it's going to really set the stadium alight. Especially the last minute of it where we get some really wonderful bits. Where we get guitar solos, guitar solos. And also um, a really wonderful moment where the backing singer takes over the main um, uh, vocals. Really great stuff. So hopefully Australia will do well. You never know. Could be held in Summer Bay next year. Finally, we've got the boys from Ireland, Wild Youth, and their song is called We Are One. Now, the fellas will have a tough job this year because they're in semi-final one, which is a tough semi-final to get through. But hopefully, the guys will do it. They've rejigged the song so it's become more of an, an anthem, a stadium anthem for rock musicians. So hopefully, they'll rock it out that night and people will really enjoy it. So best of luck to Ireland and hopefully they will get through to the final. Remember, it's on next week. We have semi-finals on Tuesday and Thursday with the grand final on Saturday the 13th of May. So hopefully we'll get a night full of glamour, jokes, jokes that fall flat, 
some really good singing, maybe some intense singing, possibly some wardrobe malfunctions, but ideally a lot of fun. And well done to the BBC so far on putting on what looks like a great show. So, everybody, let's have a toast and say to Eurovision, let the best act win. Thank you very much, Peter. Orla, I think it's obvious there that while our knowledge of Eurovision is on an AVA level, um, Peter's knowledge of Eurovision is on Stalker Anne level. I definitely think Stalker Anne. Also, yeah. Peter has great hair. As did <laughs> Anne. <laughs> he is knowledgeable. Now, I agree with a lot of what he said, but I completely disagree with the Spanish entry. I think it's coconuts and not the good kind. I, 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 uh it sounds yeah. like you're calling a sheepdog or something it's intense is what it is and once again not a good intensity i i haven't seen it but actually when peter was going through them there i realized i had actually seen like i've definitely seen cha 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 by finland oh, that, is that your man with the boxing gloves yeah 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 That yeah, i really yeah, like yeah, that yeah. it's an absolute banger it's an anthem actually it's so good i haven't also actually really looking at well just after peter said it there looking forward to hearing the french entry they've they're all usually either amazing or totally off as are australia but one of my all-time favorites is voila do you remember voila? oh i do and i love mercy mercy as well yeah. they always they always sing in french um the uh, percentage of speakers uh, sorry the percentage of bands speaking in their national language has decreased this year Aww, which is a shame that is but a shame. for the first year ever we're getting two songs in Romanian so that's delighted delighted great wasn't there a rule way back when that you could only speak or sing in one of like three languages it was yeah. like English German and French something, something like, like that. that I can't remember Peter it's nice <laughs> to hear other people even if I don't know what's happening it is still quite nice um, he didn't mention Sweden's Laureen she's the one obviously yeah. the one with Euphoria the problem with that song Orla is you think it's going somewhere and it doesn't and like euphoria, the beat starts to drop and then nothing euphoria was a perfect eurovision song yeah it was so hard to beat if i was her i would have i kind of would have quit while i was ahead i think nah but then no. again look at johnny logan he won it how many times twice in his own and one well, but songwriter song with this, song, yeah, yeah the singer song um but if they win this year they will have oh well if they've beaten us they will have yeah who? Sweden, the Irish oh, Sweden, record. Are, are we yeah. almost neck and neck? I think we're either on par or this one will get them on par with us. But like more power to them, it's a good tune. Yeah, well, ours is not a good tune. Yeah. Anyway, go look, we're nothing if not, not patriotic, so go on Wild Youth. Go me. on Wild Youth. Yeah. And I do have to say, I heard it again earlier today and it sounds miles better than yeah. the it's first al- iteration. It's almost like somebody emailed them and made suggestions as to how the song could be Who better. could that possibly be, Peter? Yeah. <laughs> well done, Peter. <laughs> Thank you for, again, Peter. You're an absolute le- legend. Um, might see you back for co-sto- co- co-hosting duties. What with Orla's crass jokes earlier. Anyway. Well, uh, he pretty much is the bloody co-host. <laughs> he spent as much time with this as I have. Him Sorry. and our other co-host for a- another font of your vision knowledge Orla um, and we heard him last year the Eurovision special our good friend of the show John um, now John has taken a very different slant on Eurovision a very kind of original slant oh go on um, he is imagining the home and away theme tune 
as a Eurovision entry. Oh my God, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Well, let's hear it from John. Take it away, John, please. Hi, Marie and Orla. As we reflect once more on the magic of Eurovision, I thought this year I'd consider how successful the Home and Away theme tune might be if it was Australia's entry to the competition. Now, I know this is technically impossible given that the song has been out for over 30 years, but hypothetically, if it were to enter today, how might it fare? And for this evidence-based assessment, I'm using the full-length version of the original theme tune, you'll be glad to hear, the one sung by Mark Williams and Karen Boddington that was used throughout the 1990s. So we need to test four essential criteria. Language. Since 1999, countries have been allowed to choose whatever language they want to perform in. And of course, since then, sadly, English has become overwhelmingly the language of choice. So home and away will fit right in there. But they shouldn't feel complacent because while English dominated the 90s and the noughties, actually four of the last six competitions have been won by other languages. Wunderbar. So in this case, Home and Away only gets six points. Arrangement. Now, sadly, there is a long tradition of dodgy mixed gender duets in uh, Eurovision history. Who could forget Gemini, who are actually from Liverpool, and who scored nul point in 2003 with Cry Baby, or indeed our own car crash, Donna and Joe. Azerbaijan won with a mixed gender duet back in 2011, but that was with a song that literally no one can remember. Uh, so apart from that, boy-girl pairings have generally flopped. So I'm afraid on this category, Mark and Karen, it's a nul point. Music. According to research, Eurovision winning songs are most commonly about love and positivity. So tick, tick there. Uh, they're generally up-tempo, so Home and Away loses some marks, and they tend to have a key change towards the end. Now, the key change has become a bit of an outdated cliche at this stage, but because Home and Away theme tune is really repetitive, I think in this case it could benefit from a key change. So with that in mind, let's give it neuf points. And then finally, Every good entry needs some gimmick. And from my expert opinion, the saxophone solo towards the end of the theme tune offers an opportunity to hire in an epic sax guy. Remember him from the Moldovan 2010 entry, Runaway. The good news is Sir Guy Stepanov is still alive. Uh, in fact, he's <laughs> unbelievably uh, only 38 uh, and he's available for bookings. <laughs> so I think if we were to bring him on board... That's an obvious do's point. Uh, adding up the total, I reckon with a few tweaks, the Home and Away theme tune would fly through the semis with a top 10 finish at the final. Over and out. So John makes a compelling argument there, Orla. That was amazing. I feel like I've actually learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> Educational, entertaining. He's, Peter has a Lyric FM voice and John has a really like your favourite teacher voice. Oh, interesting. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I meant it as a compliment to both of you. I thought that was great. I thought it was a bad, yeah. Um, now, as a treat, Orla, and to test the theory, we're going to finish the episode playing the full Mark and Karen duet. Oh, that's brilliant. I, I actually haven't heard it in about 25 years. Uh -huh. Um, It's only three minutes and 30 seconds long. Um. <laughs> Feel free to play it as many times you as you want to. <laughs> really have to play through that to get to the sax solo, but I think it's worth it. 
I did, did they never actually played the whole no they did not sure, sure if it was three hours that'd be seven minutes the show's <laughs> only 22 <laughs> minutes <laughs> There'd only be two scenes in every show. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much like three scenes in the show at the minute. Yeah, so. and one of them is usually a rant by Alf. <laughs> Back forth. Oh, God. Well, they were in the good old days, though, when, you know, time mattered, Orla. Time doesn't seem to matter anymore, no, no way. I mean, the, you get you get six episodes in a day, and now you get six months to do an episode. Yeah, but look, um, yeah, I have to say, if I saw that coming at me, the Eurovision from Australia, I would be like these cut these two yeah the one thing i do uh that um john mentioned there is a key change i still love a key change i think many many of the eurovision entries over the last couple of years could really benefit from a key change because it's just some of the songs just go nowhere oh, do you remember australia uh, last year oh don't oh no hang on oh yes he really needed a key he change he really needed a key he had change he a great costume kind of he had a lovely know, kind of chain mail face oh, mask a bit thing. like our own in wild youth actually but i heard a shocking fact on the radio this week and i don't know if it's true sometimes you hear these facts about eurovision and you kind of anyway it said that there wasn't one key change in any of the songs <gasps> this year Could that's that it i'm true? not listening no it can't be true i don't know but like yeah you need a build up and you then see, a key the, pro- the thing is though this home and away theme tune finish. was composed in the 80s and that was a decade for the key change it was a decade and do you know what bring back the bloody 80s well take it easy now i loved like it, it that in the 90s to a lesser extent some great music well sure we're getting the 90s in kirby's wardrobe anyway so well we are yeah okay um on that note uh, thank Kirby's you. wardrobe note <laughs> yeah. no on on the Eurovision note thank you so much to our co-hosts Peter and John Um, if anybody wants to hear those beautiful dulcet tones go back to our first Eurovision special I think it was episode 18 it could be 17 this time last year basically this time last year season 1 because the lads had another epic contribution in that episode as well Um, so thanks lads Um, thank you Orla I know I'm not going to be asked again, so delighted to. <laughs> no, you will. I'll edit out that filthy joke. <laughs> like I edit anything. <laughs> she doesn't know. Yeah. And let's just see what next week brings. Okay. Hopefully it brings Fauncha. <laughs> well, I agree completely. <laughs> okay, take it away. Mark and Karen and good luck Ireland in the Eurovision. Woo!